Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And once again, we are here with Not the Pastor. We are excited to talk about outreach this week with Seth Anderson. He is the associate pastor at Lighthouse Baptist Church in Mustang. So we're going to get a few tips and things from him that their church is doing well with outreach. You listen in, and I'm sure there will be some helpful content for you. Seth, thank you so much for being with us. Could let, Let's get started here. What, how about you just tell us about yourself, where you're from? Sure, sure, absolutely. So I grew up in Albany, Oregon at uh, Harvest Baptist Church. Uh, my parents were the youth pastor um, for 19 years there, so I grew up in church my whole life. I was always going to church and was saved at the age of 10, actually, um, going to youth camp. So my parents would go to youth camp, and we'd get dumped off, actually, at Thomas's house, Um, when he was out of, when he was in the youth department at that point. And so I'd be staying at Sam's and his mom would always make a point to take us to one night of the youth camp. And it happened to be that night I uh, accepted Jesus Christ as my savior at youth camp. I wasn't supposed to be at. Um, So it was pretty awesome. Sounds like you were supposed to be there. Yep. Almost (laughs) like I was supposed to be there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just to draw the, the connection there too, for the listeners who might not have caught that. So your parents were brother Thomas's, youth pastors and then a number of years later thomas graduated came back and he was then your youth pastor for a little bit absolutely yep so that's neat how that worked out there (laughs) yes thank you (laughs) thank you thomas got the rind of the deal there so i don't know about that it was pretty fun i had a good time there (laughs) but yeah so i grew up in the church there kind of um did my own thing for a bit in high school time but then god really got a hold of my heart got a hold of my life um, had an awesome youth pastor that was there to help me through those times. And uh, God led me to Heartland Baptist Bible College. And it was actually after my sophomore year that I married my wife, who I actually grew up with. It's actually Thomas's cousin. Um, so, so many connections. Just kind of, there's a lot of connections too. It's kind of crazy how it all worked, but God's good like that. And after, after my freshman year, actually, I interned with who I'm working with now, Pastor Ben Shane in Mustang, Oklahoma. Um, I'm his associate there at Lighthouse Baptist Church, and I've been working there for five. Um, next summer will be six years, uh, just helping him out. I, I don't know that I've ever seen Brother Shane not smiling. Yeah, And, and maybe you have <laughs> because you work with him, and maybe you've been the reason, Seth, that he's not sure. smiled at times. <laughs> you could be right. Yeah, but I've always seen him smiling. It's actually kind of funny. So it's actually a running joke. He always is smiling, always having a good time. But once you put a camera in front of him, it's just a straight face. So there's no picture of him smiling, but he always smiles all the time. So it's kind of funny. That's great. So Lighthouse Baptist Church then in Mustang, Oklahoma is where you're serving now. Absolutely. Yep. And I've been there for five years, uh, interning for three of those years and then full-time for two of those. So You mentioned you're the associate pastor there. What sort of responsibilities does that leave you overseeing? Sure. So I started out um, doing mostly just music. He needed a music guy, just lost his music guy. So came over to primarily help out with that, but it's obviously morphed into um, anything the pastor doesn't want to do, I get to do. Uh-huh. That's how In general, works. that's a lot of office work. Um, yep. And then outreach primarily is what I've been very involved with. Uh, I help in the youth department, not leading that by any means, but just helping the youth pastor. Youth pastor. And really, that's what we want to talk 
to you mostly about today, Seth, is that outreach piece mm-hmm. that you mentioned there. So maybe you could kind of lay that on us. What is your philosophy there at Lighthouse about outreach? And it seems like sometimes churches are all door knocking. And if you don't do that, then that's like unbiblical or something. And some churches don't like door knocking. How does door knocking fit in with your philosophy there at, at Lighthouse Baptist Church? Sure. So it took me a little bit, but I finally learned um, Pastor Ben's never been a guy that's been stuck in a box. He doesn't, he likes to find creative ways to just do church. And one of those was outreach. And so primarily when I first had gotten there, outreach looked like door knocking and then the occasional blitzing. That's just what we did. Um, But we found just pastors only been in the community for six years. And so he's been learning as well that the community that we're in is unique in the sense that it's very community oriented. So they are very, if, if you're rubbing shoulders with them, if you're working with them, if you're involved in activities with them, they know who you are. But, but if they never see you, then you don't really, you don't matter to them. I mean, constantly we were getting, okay, so where's Lighthouse? And the church had been there for right. 16 years. Wow. And so it was kind of working through some of that. So we found ways to do that um, by getting involved in the community really is what our desire was. Our philosophy obviously has always been to uh, see people come to know Jesus Christ as Savior. So that's the guiding principle for what we do. But we try to be creative about how we get about that. So we found ways to uh, be side by side with our community in fundraisers. There's Western Days is kind of a parade they do every year. So we work a booth during that time. I mean, we're just looking for ways that that are door knocking, but also are other ways to just develop relationships with the community because that's yeah. their love language. That's yeah. what they speak. Uh, I love the phrase you use there, side by side with the community. That you don't have to work against everything that a community is or does. Um, obviously, yep. there probably are some things that you have to be against. I mean, that's just the nature of different than the world. But a lot of times, I think that we could be more on the same team and maybe be a better light and witness. So I appreciate that idea of side by side. That's cool. And that's been a big deal to pastor is that he wants us to not be so inwardly focused, but to start looking out like, like Jesus Christ did. I mean, he was constantly looking for people to make disciples of. And so he's, he's constantly been teaching us and leading us to develop those relationships with the people you see every day. Cause when their life gets hard, when it starts falling apart, they need someone to turn to. They may not get saved because you gave them a bottle of water or because you came and cleaned up a park with them, but they'll know who you are when time comes for the Lord to work on their heart and get them ready for that, that gospel. It's, it's the watering and it's that sowing. Yeah. So. so tell us about some of those creative ways other than door knocking. You mentioned working the booth at the cowboy days or the Western days there. What are some other effective creative ways that you have reached out in your community it's actually been an awesome journey to be on um our favorite one so far that we've done is we've actually as a church adopted a park in town okay and so the some communities you find that you can adopt a street or you can adopt different parts sure. of the community but me and pastor got this hair, hair-brained idea that why don't we just adopt a park that we're nearby and we'll just take care of it and so we went down to the city talked with gene and nick and we said hey so uh We've seen that this park gets a little run down at times. It's in a big neighborhood. It's a good sized park. Our people love to do outside work. And so we're like, why not? And so they were, they were totally blown away. They had 
they've never tried this before with another place. So we've been their guinea pigs, yeah. but they totally embrace the idea hundred percent. We've been able to do new flower beds for the parks. Um, okay. We've been able to, I mean, after the 4th, 4th of July is huge in Mustang. There's nowhere you can shoot fireworks around us except for in Mustang. So we went out there um, that Sunday after the 4th of July and cleaned the whole park from all the firework trash. I mean, just that was our biggest. We own this place. This is our thing. We're going to do this. And so we've just tried to keep our testimony with them. And we've seen the door with Gene and Nick open wide. I mean, we see them at the chamber luncheons that the community has. And constantly, it's Nick and Gene coming over to us and going, hey, how are you guys doing? Well, how's everything going at the park? And just developing that relationship with them. So that's one of the ways we do it. We love it. Seth, with the idea of the park thing there specifically, you have like a sign that is out that says that your church is doing that or you just the, you have a group of people out there and people notice you. Is that How does that translate to outreach besides Nick and Gene? Sure. So currently, there's, there's no sign it's been one of those things where Gene and Nick have mentioned maybe putting up one. Sure. But as we've been out in that park cleaning, oftentimes we find people that live in the houses that surround that park going, who's these people cleaning up the park? And they'll actually come out and help us. And so we designed a little card that says Mustang Matters on it. It's kind of our hashtag that we've been attempting to create. And so we actually stole the idea from Corey Eastup. He has like a little ace card outreach card he uses so we stole most of the wordings with permission obviously um from him and we kind of made it our own and so when we see people and we're doing community events man we're handing these cards out and letting them know hey nothing matters but more importantly you matter to god and so the card's all about how they and Mustang matters to god god cares about them god loves them and god wants them to come to a saving knowledge of him and so we've been able to just see people from that very neighborhood just rub elbow with us just by cleaning the park. You know, I like that because we have a park right next door to us. Like it's our property and it just flows right into the park property that's next to us. That gives me some ideas. I wonder, maybe we could do something, work something out there, adopt a park maybe. I like that. It's awesome. We've thought it would be a great undertaking, but honestly it's turned, they have a company that mows it for us. So we don't have to necessarily do that portion of it. And so it, we would say it's not been a lot of work. It's been a good amount at times, but it's not like it's overburdensome. We can get it all done in a couple hours on a Saturday. How close is the, the park to you? I'm about two minute drive. So okay. it's not in our technical neighborhood. It's actually one neighborhood next to us. Mustang's only six square miles wide and two oh, square yeah. miles yeah. tall. So it's a real <laughs> small community, sure. but we just all caravan over there and yeah. just work. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like that small community works to your advantage there. You guys are mm-hmm. capitalizing on it. Absolutely. It's good. That's awesome. So what other ways? Um, we just got done actually doing a potted plant gift to our nursing home residents. So we're not able to be in the nursing homes right now. I'm sure many Americans aren't allowed to. Right. Right. Um, and so we don't want to lose that touch that we've had for just years with them, being there, singing with them and preaching to them. So we, we, it was our community outreach this month that we just put together little potted indoor plants. Um, it costs us a little bit of money, but I mean, when you see the impact it had on them, the email that we received from the staff, the joy that it brought on the people's faces, it was just, it's just seeing those moments. And now when they think of someone that, that cares and that loves, they think of us, they think of Y house, which I think, I mean, Jesus was a very loving man and 
very kind and they would know him as that. And so our goal is also to show Christ's love and we find little ways like that, that we've been able to do. Seth, I, I have been following your church on Facebook for a number of years, mainly because of our connection and just enjoy getting to see the work that you get to do there. So know of one that you're doing as well on like a Fridays on your Facebook page. Can you talk to us about what you're doing with that, with the small businesses there in your community? So it's called a community spotlight or a uh, business highlight. And basically it's just us finding a small business in town and just sharing their information on our Facebook page. And we've seen many businesses in town just super appreciative of that. Obviously we're, we're not sharing certain businesses in town, but we find like we've used the animal shelter in town. We've used uh, a veterinarian clinic. We've used different, we have a, a coffee shop in town that everyone loves. And so just finding a local business, just sharing it on our church's pages, telling our members, go buy something from there, go use their services. And it's just another way for us as a church to say, hey, we're here to promote our community. We love our community. And if yeah. this can be a help to them, we want to be a help. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then one more I saw just this two weeks ago, something about the Broncos and you guys, I mean, there were so many water bottles. You had a, had a moving truck there with that. Can you, Tell us what you did with that as well. So every year, the it's called the Touchdown Club. It's the booster club for the high school football team. Um, they do what's called a Bless the Broncos. So it's actually really unique. Um, your side of the country would never probably support this, but it's a whole night of just prayer for the football team. Wow. And so we all as a community come out. They circle the whole football team in the middle of the football field, and we just pray over them. Okay. And so, obviously, there's they, they need resources throughout the year, so they're asking for detergent for to clean their clothes, water, Gatorade, snacks, that kind of a thing. Well, we heard of this event three years ago for the first time, and we just we are literally um, right up the road from the high school. You have to pass our church to go to the high school. And so we thought, well, why not give it a shot? And so we went all out our first year and did laundry detergent because we figured who's going to buy laundry detergent. I mean, come on. So we took down two tons of laundry detergent to them. Um, <laughs> like and literally they two, were just, like two tons. That's not like. Yeah. 4,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. It's incredible. It's all. It was, it was a lot of laundry. They actually told us this year that they're still using it. So. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. Wow. So, we did that. The next year, we decided to do water, and we thought we were doing a good job. We brought in 1,500 bottles of water, and then the coaches are like, man, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And so our pastor's wife actually got the idea to ask him, so how much water do you guys use? And he said, well, we usually use about, I don't know, 10,000 bottles a season. And so our goal this year was then we're bringing them 10,000 bottles of water. It's, there's just no other way around it. We're going to do that. And so we got a moving truck. We loaded up 10,000 bottles of water that all the members brought in. So it's not like it's a church expense that we just cut a check for. We got the church on board. Some years we do it as like a competition, A through L against M through Z kind of a thing. But this year we just did it as a corporate effort. We all brought in as many cases as we could, finished it off on Sunday, and then drove the moving truck down and had the high school unload it. That's incredible, man. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. That's a so, whole bunch of water bottles. Yeah, it was it was a lot of water. It was a lot of uh, sweaty moving of the water. That was, yeah. that was not fun. <laughs> it was smart to have the high schoolers unload it whenever you're, whenever you got there. Yes, okay. that's yep. awesome. Unfortunately, it was different this year, and only the seniors were there, so there was only like six guys to help. We were hoping the whole team would do it, yeah. and we wouldn't have 
touch it the second time. Yeah. No, we had to touch it. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's awesome. So how, how do you get your church family on board with something like that? Just because I, it's one thing for you and your pastor to talk about that and get all excited and man, we're going to do this, but how do you cat get the, the church family to catch that fire as well? So it's kind of been a process because obviously most churches are just known for door knocking. That's all we do. That's how yep. we reach our community. And so it's been over time, just slowly leading them to look outside of the church. And the biggest, the most effective thing to do for us is communication and communication early. Mm-hmm. So we show them the need. Um, our church is a doing church. They love to just step up to the plate. And so we show, we usually get a whole PowerPoint presentation, do it at the end of a service, show them the goal. But the biggest help that's been to our church is we break it down for them. We show them that this isn't a big number if we break it down by family. And so the water turned out to be $50 a family for oh. 24 families. So if they'll just bring $50 or $50 worth of water, it'd be done. And so we break it down into small bites. We show them the impact. We do a recap video so they see from the coach. I mean, the coach tweeted out, thank you guys so much for bringing down the water. I mean, it means a lot to them. And so we just show them the after effect of it as well so they know that they're not just throwing money out the wall. We're not here to just buy water for yes. the high school. Yeah. I mean, that's not the end goal. The end right. goal is that the gospel eventually will reach that, that's which the, I mean, the coach told us, he goes, man, I need to have lunch with you guys. Yeah. I mean, we want to sit down. I want to talk with you guys. I want you guys to come and do a dinner for us and pray over our team, give them a charge, wow. share the gospel with them. And I mean, that's the doors that are being opened because we're trying to look outside of that box yeah. and just build relationships in our community. Yeah, That's awesome. I think that we often play, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be accusatory, but I think sometimes I think pretty short term in my outreach efforts. So if I go out and knock on somebody's door, I am going to, I'm, I'm confronting them with the gospel right there and right. I get to leave a gospel track in their hand. They can look at that. And that's a, that's a really short term, like, Hey, look, we handed out 500 tracks or whatever mm-hmm. today, but sometimes the long game, we want to show our community that yep. we love them. I think that's got to be a priority, but keeping in mind that the end goal isn't just to show a bunch of people that we love them, but the end exactly. goal is to show a bunch of people that Jesus yeah. loves them. And exactly. I think that, that sometimes it's going to take more than yeah. knocking on somebody's door sometimes yeah. and leaving them yep. with a gospel track. And so I appreciate that. And we still, we still are facing that. I mean, even in our own church, I mean, and there's times where we, I mean, we obviously are trying to reach them with the gospel and sometimes a track is the way to do that. But I know in our community, we're over church. Sure. I mean, everyone here is churched in our community. So you knock on the door. Yeah. I go to the bridge or you knock on the door. I go to first mm. Baptist. I go to life church. So everyone has a church. Right. So we've just, I mean, we oversaturated. We were putting the track on everyone's door almost twice a year. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and it just, and we're such a small community. So we've really just been praying, Lord, give us opportunity, show us a way that we can, we can reach these people and we're open Lord, even if it's not a track on the door. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You mentioned money there for a minute when you talked about $50 for water bottles, but I, I must, I got to imagine that, that this, you've, you've got to, good budget probably for outreach or, or you all are spending a lot of money on outreach. How are you able to get your church on board enough to actually like open up their wallets and, and give to this and, and over and above what 
your church already has budgeted in for sure. outreach for, you know, tracks and that kind of stuff. How, how do you, how do you get people to give towards those? It's kind of, I mean, it's, I guess you can say it would be the typical answer, but I mean, I think it's just God putting on their hearts sure. that this is a need. And I think the biggest part for us, we do budget for, for tracks and for outreach events. Hmm. So yes. I mean, some of the events that we're doing, like the, the plants we just right. did, we, we paid for that out of our outreach budget. But I, with things like this water drive that we just did, we actually brought in more money than we needed for the water. And so that canceled out some of the plant costs. And sure. so I think the biggest thing for us is just showing them, we don't do a lot of these. Mm. Like we're, we're okay. very particular on how, I mean, we probably, if we do one a, a month, um, but most of the time it's maybe four a year. Um, and then the other months, our community outreach is just, cleaning up a park, checking on it, maybe painting the bench again, um, that kind of thing. So we're not doing a whole lot of them so that we're not, I mean, we're not overburdening with the yes. money because that can, that can be bad stewardship just by always asking and asking yes. and never giving. Um, and so we try to be very specific on what we're doing. Um, we have a big long list that we keep of things, ideas we want to do. And then pastors just praying and we know what's going to happen in the community before it happens. We've been here a little bit. Yeah. And so we're just asking the Lord, Hey, what, what's the next thing? What's the next step? And just doing it that way. But it's, I think it's just showing them the need. Yeah. And, and I'm hearing that there's a mixture. There's some that they can be involved simply by showing up and they don't exactly. necessarily have to pay anything. And that probably involves a certain aspect of your congregation. And then mm -hmm. there's also ways that people can be involved just simply by giving money. And that probably involves maybe a little bit different section yep. of your congregation. So that I'm hearing that there's a, there's a balance there of, of both kinds. Yeah. One of the least expensive ones, actually the staff does because pastor has a big desire that the staff be in the community. Um, and we do what's called a donut delivery once a month. And we just go down and buy some donuts and kolaches and we just find a business or a school in town and we just take them to the people that run that place. So the schools are the best. If you're looking for a good starter, go to the school. They yes. love you the most. Um, but we just, I mean, it's just a small way for us to leave a track, leave a Mustang Matters card and let them know, hey, we prayed for you this morning. We care about you. Awesome. And we just wanted to brighten your day a little bit and give you some donuts and some kolaches. Yeah. yeah. Brother, I, I'm, I'm about to cry here. You just said the word kolache. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know, Thomas, maybe you can correct me. I've not found a place in the Pacific Northwest that sells kolaches. I That's don't think sad. I've had one since I've been in Oklahoma City. Thomas doesn't know what a kolache is. So. <laughs> oh, pig in a blanket. Brother. <laughs> well, what? It's a pig in a blanket. Oh, okay. that, that doesn't even do it justice, like, though. No, it doesn't. It's better than that, but that's yes. the closest thing they'll understand. It's oh. like, yeah, you, it's like take mana. Uh -huh. and and combine it with a donut and inject yeah. it with meat and yep, it's, it's just it's yeah. wonderful yeah i'm and not sure that sounds good sorry friends i haven't had crazy. one in i would like to say that we don't buy extras for the staff that day as well so right. i mean we, we do we do get one for ourselves yeah. yes so. yeah. okay it's oh, awesome well, well moving along yes. anyways Nate, you actually did something similar with a school there in, in Springfield for a while. I don't know if you're still doing that, but Seth was talking about just going in and trying to be a blessing to schools. Your, your church did yeah. a good job with that for a while. It was kind of a win-win. It went both ways because actually we were in the middle of a building program 
we were homeless as a church. <laughs> we had sold our old building to go ahead and get the final, you know, little bit of funds that we needed to begin our new building. So we were meeting in that school okay, for yeah. like a year and a half meeting in a local elementary school. And while we were there, just got a good relationship going with the principal and basically just said, Hey, we, we want to invest back. You all are allowing us. I mean, we were renting the school, we were paying for it, but we could also have very easily been a nuisance. You know, if we were always leaving trash behind and always leaving their chairs in a different place than what they left them or expected. And anyways, it could have just very easily been bad. So we just wanted to make sure and cover that thing with grace and do as much good while we were there as we could. And so, yeah, we, we, we did some gifts monthly for the teachers and, and we were even helping in some other ways that we don't have to necessarily go into all the details there, but yeah, just tried to love on the school there a little bit. And it was, it was good. We still have a good relationship with the, the school district and, and that school specifically. Well, Seth, we want to hear from you about some of those success stories as well. So tell us about something, uh, just a, a relationship that you've built, or maybe somebody who's coming to church got saved because of the, the outreaches that you're... Yeah, sure thing. So it's kind of been one of those long processes and just tilling the soil, to be honest. And we've seen um, visitors come because of our Western Days out, outreach. We were working a booth. And just had some families in the community that we were able to give invitations to and talk to on that day and have them come. And then, I mean, just, it's right. It's just awesome to see how we've had, we've had some visitors just be a part of it. We haven't seen necessarily a whole lot of membership type steps that have happened yet. Um, But I think the closest one that we have right now is going to be Nick and Jean at the city working for the city, just that constant communication that we're having with them getting to sit with them at the chamber luncheons and just develop that relationship. And well, honestly, we're just looking forward to seeing what God's going to do with that yeah. down the road. Well, I think it kind of maybe put you on a spot there, but honestly, we had a conversation with Chris Rayfeld not very long ago and talked about the fact that sometimes the the journey to somebody getting like saved and joining a church and all mm-hmm. that, sometimes it takes longer than what we would yep. like it to. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that we're not doing the work that needs to be done. Sure. In fact, if we're doing the work that we need to do, it doesn't really matter how long that takes. And so yeah. Correct. I, I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and it's one of those things uh, I, I've been at the church for quite a while, but we've only started this uh, community outreach week each month in the last I mean, we started it, our first week was in January. Okay. And we saw how well the year went. Yeah. And so <laughs> we've just, we've done some events last year at the end of it, but nothing super scheduled. And so we're actually pretty new at this ourselves, um, just in the, in the process of this. It's awesome. Yeah. Good. You know, something that I've noticed too, guys, is as we go out our church and we're door knocking, that there might be an individual I maybe I personally meet at the door and have a great conversation. And I'm just thinking, okay, you know, they said they're going to come. I'm excited. I'm looking for them Sunday. I'm at the front doors waiting on them to walk in. I just know they're going to come. I mean, like they, they told me where they're going to mm-hmm. be there. Right. So they have yeah. to come. Like that's right. how that works. Yes. Right. Yeah. Nobody's a liar ever. Show- <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then they never show up, Sure. but some other guests did come. And yep. I just feel like God promised if, you know, we go out and do the work, he's going to, give the increase it might not be the exact people that we talked about but he does give in proportion to how 
how much we are out there laboring. And so just having to trust the the Lord of the harvest there and knowing that it's good. if we're sincerely laboring, if we're out there breaking up the dirt and planting the seed, he's going to give the increase yeah. and, and in yep. a way that only he Absolutely. gets the glory. So yes. that's awesome. Yep. Well, as we're wrapping this thing up, maybe what's just a, a final piece of advice that you'd, you'd have for some people who are working on staff at a church. Maybe they're not the pastor or maybe they are. What, what would be some advice that you'd have about outreach? Just one final pe- word of advice there. Yeah. Um, I think it would be very similar actually to what brother summer door said just the other week on your guys's podcast. It's mm. think outside the box. Nice. I mean, I was very much an, in, I'm a, I'm a in the box by the rules. Um, if it's not planned, it's not right kind of person. And so it's been a challenge. It's been a stretching time for me as the associate, honestly, just following my pastor's leading in this regard. But I can tell you it's been rewarding. It's been awesome to just watch as we've taken small steps of faith that God's led us. It's awesome. And it's not always the way we think it's supposed to be. Then God's God's blessed and he's, he's done that. Yeah, so good. It's good. So good. Yep. I appreciate that. Appreciate the, the time they spent with us today, Seth. Thanks for the, the good wisdom. I think uh, some good ideas for people to take home and uh, think sure. about how they could use those in their communities. So I'm glad about that as well. So. Yep. Sure appreciate the conversation today. Thank you. Thanks Absolutely. so much, Seth. Sure appreciate it. So. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today on Not the Pastor sure appreciate you listening in today if you want to join the conversation that we have every week on facebook we'd love to have you you can find us facebook.com backslash not the pastor once you've done that we'd love for you to head over to itunes and rate and review this podcast we'd love to hear from you and honestly every rating that you leave every review that you leave gets this podcast in front of more people and helps us be able to find more listeners that would find this content helpful so you help us that way we sure appreciate it and until next week we're not the pastor